0: Hello, everyone. This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to my God, Trump, and the 2020 election podcast for Wednesday, September 16th, 2020. It is only 48 days before the most important election of our lifetime. And today, my guest is Frank Amedia. He pastors in Ohio. He's been on my podcast many times. You can go to the Charisma Podcast Network and look it up on the Strang Report, which is where I listed most of them. And I know Frank to be a prophet. In fact, I've said before that Frank was the very first person who I knew personally who was saying that God had said that Donald Trump would be elected. And this is back when I was still backing Ted Cruz, and all this seemed kind of odd to me. And then as I began to look into it, of course, I found out that different prophets had said this. So Frank, uh, welcome to my podcast. And I understand that something very significant is about to happen. In fact, I saw a very interesting video of your church service last Sunday in which you kind of impact this for your own congregation and the people who watch you online, of course, and it's something that my listeners should really listen. But why don't you tell us about what God is going to do in this season?
1: Thank you, Stephen. And once again, thank you so much to you and Charisma and your platform for being a trumpet and a voice into the Ecclesia, and not only that, but also your investigative reporting approach that you take. I I can't thank you enough for that and the impact that you're making. Quite bluntly, the Lord spoke clearly to me uh, as you and I were even uncovering the mystery of the COVID back in January and February. I had then declared there would be three shifts, and the second shift was forthcoming, and on May 24th, On a Sunday service, I declared that the Lord said delusion, the spirit of delusion and lawlessness was about to be released with a fury upon the earth in this nation. And the very next day was the unfortunate murder of George Floyd. Cities ablaze, chaos, confusion, lawlessness. And even before that, he said, but the third one that's coming will be by my spirit. And he said, it will shake the earth. It will shape those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, and I'm going to intervene. And what happened, Stephen, was that on August 20th, you and I are both political animals. We like to watch stuff, and I was watching the Democratic Convention. It was 1130 at night Eastern time, and Joe Biden came and gave a speech. And in the midst of that speech, he looked well into the camera very well focused and he read the words that were written for him the president keeps telling us the virus is going to disappear he keeps waiting for a miracle while i have news for him no miracle is coming literally the spirit of god jumped inside of me i jumped to my feet and i said lord this is mockery and he said what do you say and i said lord let the miracle come. And he said, as you have said, there will be a miracle as it was for my son, Hezekiah. And I then immediately jumped into looking at the story of Hezekiah, the history of Hezekiah, Second Kings 18 and 19. And Stephen, as you read this and you allow the Holy Spirit to open our eyes, we then begin to see a correlation that just speaks to this hour and this moment. And the bottom line was that Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, had sent his what they called the Ra-Bekshah. Well, very interesting. There's a correlation between this Rabeksha and Biden. Biden being the voice of that spirit, the voice of that king, the voice of that group, the voice of that party. And this Rabeksha began to mock and criticize Hezekiah, as the leader and the people that believed that they had trust in God, literally to the point that he said, your God is not going to be able to save you. Your God is no different than all the rest of the gods. And it was mockery. Hezekiah went into repentance. He tore his clothes. They went into the house of God. And listen to this, Stephen. This is what he said. This was his prayer that he sent forth that also went to Isaiah the prophet. And Hezekiah, this day it says, is a day of trouble and of rebuke and blasphemy for the children are come to the birth and there is no strength to bring forth as i read that i said my god the lord told us and Stephen, you know i prophesied that november 9th 216 while you were still celebrating the inauguration with donald trump in washington dc i was prophesying at three thirty in the morning when he gave me and one of them was he said there will be three appointments to the Supreme Court, and the third appointment will help turn the tide against the shedding of the innocent blood of children being aborted. Well, we've only gotten two, and we know we can't trust the Chief Justice. We need that third. So I cried out to the Lord when Hezekiah cried out, and I said, Lord, the children are come to the birth, but there's not enough strength to bring them forth. And the Lord God spoke to me. He said, declare it. I am going to blast. And that is what he told. Hezekiah through Isaiah as we read it. Isaiah wrote the word of the Lord to Hezekiah. And he said, don't be afraid of these words which you have heard that these servants have blasphemed me with. I will send a blast upon him, and he shall hear a rumor and shall return to his own land, and they will fall by the sword. So I said, Lord, return them back from which they've come. Return us back to which they've come. And I cried out, and I'm crying out because we see this cancel culture isn't just about turning down monuments, it's not just about trying to take away tradition and culture. They took our God out of the Pledge of Allegiance twice in the Democratic Convention in one night. The pledge to what? Not to God. And I cried out to God and I said, Lord, they're trying to cancel you from our covenant with you. And he said, I will not be mocked. And so here we stand And we're in that season, the season that he told us all the way back in January, February, he said in September, coming into October, in the time of Sukkot and the first fruits. And Stephen, that's when you and I came together in Jerusalem. You and I came together there with Barry. Do you remember that?
0: I sure do. It was, I think they called it Simchat Torah, which was right after Sukkot. And, you know, little did I know how much our lives would intertwine over the years, but... You know, I remember that on Election Eve, it was actually in New York City, not Washington, and as yeah, I recall, right. we left about 3:15. I was probably walking back to my hotel. It was quite a night. But I remember later, you know, you shared what has become the what you call Pota Shield, the prophetic order for the United States, and I think that that's very important. Now most Most people, most Americans have not a clue of what you and I are talking about. Even within the church, there are a lot of people who either aren't interested or they say it's not important or they don't understand it or they're too busy, you know, to really pay attention to what God is saying. And then, of course, there are prophets who prophesy certain things that don't come to pass. Now, with Donald Trump in 2016, in spite of the fact that it didn't look like he would win... A number of prophets I document this in my book God and Donald Trump in fact the real reason I wrote that book was I felt that this aspect of the election story needed to be told for history and really almost no one I can't say no one but almost no one was documenting it and these prophecies did come true and I found you to be very very accurate I remember, in fact, I write this story in the book you gave me permission to, but during the campaign, the Lord gave you a prophetic word to give to the president, and you were able to do that. Maybe you could uh, elaborate on that, because I think it's just an interesting story, and I remember that, well, first of all, God did not speak to me about that, but I thought to myself, I don't know that I would have been bold enough or had enough confidence that it would get through to the president. But you acted on that, and you know because of that and other times that we've worked together and th- things that we've reported, you have a great accuracy. So I'm interested in what you're saying this time. But why don't you tell my listeners just very briefly about that word that you gave to the president in 2016?
1: Yes, that was in March of 2016. It was the night, the eve before Super Tuesday, He had diverted his airplane from Coral Gables and Doral and decided to come to this little place called Youngstown, Ohio, and in that place, the Lord raised me up to not only introduce him and to lead the people in prayer, but to be able to impart to him a prophecy, and it was very simple, and I gave it to him in writing and in word, and it was that the Lord says, if you will humble yourself before me, not before man but before me, and I will bring you to the place to humble yourself before me, then you shall be in that office, and you shall be my anointed and my appointed. And uh, I sent it off with him, and of course, we all know he had his humbling moments as it came close to the finish line with the Billy Bush matter. I happen to know people that were in that room with him. His tears were in his eyes, and as he was moving forward with God and literally rent his heart. And I believe there's going to be a similar moment, a private moment with him again and the Lord. Because, Steve, what I saw in that moment back in February when you and I were dealing with COVID is the Lord showed me that he was in sinking sand, and it was quicksand, and he was all the way up to his lower lip about ready to go down, and I saw it flashing September, October, Sukkot, September, October, Sukkot, And I saw the hand of the Lord come down with a thumb and a forefinger and plucked him by his head out of the quicksand and threw him into the air. And the Lord said, he will soar and I will do this. And now he's defined it and he's told us this is a Hezekiah miracle moment. It's coming with a blast and it was triggered and the Lord received that legal look that he was looking for. When the Rabbekshah of the Democratic Party, the voice of this lawlessness that's grasping the earth right now, cried out and said and mocked God and said, there will be no miracle. Well, Stephen, I'm expecting a huge miracle. And when Hezekiah said the children are brought to birth and there's no one to bring them forth, Last month, the Lord had me give a sermon and a message and said, we need to be the midwives. He's calling us to be the midwives, and I had no understanding of that prophetic viewpoint. And now we're the midwives, and here we come, just before Rosh Hashanah, moving into Yom Kippur, and then Sukkot, and then Simchat Torah, you know, just rejoicing with the Word of God, and starting Wednesday night. September 16th, which, by the way, to my wife's remorse, is my birthday. She said, we can't even have a birthday dinner. I said, no, I must start to fast. That's what the Lord said, and we must pray. And we're going to start that night, September 16th, with a Zoom meeting, inviting everyone to join us through POTA Shield. We'll be posting it and sending out the alert. Many of our friends, Stephen, will be joining us. In fact, I'm asking you to join us. And to give us a little word and a little prayer throughout those seven days, from the 16th to the 23rd, Lance Wall now, Elvita King, Cindy Jacobs, Harry Jackson, Mark Gonzalez, Herman Martyr, Lou Engel, different people will be jumping on and giving a word from the Lord. And then we'll be just praying and releasing with fasting and prayer. And I believe this is the accelerant. This is the midwiving that's going to bring this blast of God that He promised Hezekiah, that He said through Isaiah, and He told us his coming. I'm very excited about it, as you could tell. And I want to thank you for helping us to get this message out and to invite people to join us for this one week. And, and one last word about this. You know, sometimes. Even out of the mouths of those who are even working against God comes a prophetic message. And in the message that's been coming out, mostly from the Democratic Party and from their convention, was that this is for the soul of the nation. It is for the soul of the nation. It's for the soul of stopping the shedding of innocent blood. It's to make sure that God stays in the covenant of our pledge with Him. It's to make sure we get that third Supreme Court appointment, and all of the other morality that comes with it. It is for the very soul of this nation, and God is promising. He will send a blast to turn the tide, but he's asking us to be the midwives.
0: Very well said, and you know, it's well known in politics that there's always a a September surprise, or sometimes an October surprise. I remember in the 2000 election, they waited until Three days before the election with George W. Bush to reveal that when he was college age, he got a DUI somewhere. You know, they were trying to bump him off. And of course, that election was very close. And these kinds of things have happened. I think the Billy Bush thing that you referred to earlier was probably the equivalent in the last election. So I guess in the natural, we can sort of know that something is going to happen. But yet you're sensing something in the spirit. And so you believe that there's going to be an attack of the enemy and that God is going to overcome it. So you started to unpack that, but why don't you go on and and explain it a little bit more in detail? Yes. Well, we're entering into that season now, which, of course, is Rosh
1: Hashanah, the beginning of the Hebrew New Year, which is this Friday shortly thereafter we go into yom kippur which is a day of atonement and repentance and then into the sukkot of first fruits what the lord said this would be the third major shift this calendar year we know it was COVID. we know then came the spirit of delusion and lawlessness now this is the third one which he's calling a hezekiah miracle moment and that he's going to do it by blast and as i keep asking the lord for specifics He just keeps telling me, watch what I will do, and he said, there will be no one that will be able to explain it by the will of man. I will do it. I'm not sure what it is. I don't know how it's going to come forth, but I believe with all my heart it's going to spring forth in the earth. I believe it's going to bring the church to an awareness. You know, Stephen, on a political mindset, let's just get practical. If there truly are 72 million ecumenicals in this country... And if just 50 or 60 million of them would get out to vote, 65 million, how about all 72 million that say are with it? There is nothing that would hold us back. Maybe God's going to shake the church that way. Maybe God's going to expose some things. Maybe God's going to remove people and put people in place. Something is going to happen, and it's going to happen this season And God is going to put his thumb in place because he's heard the cry of the innocent blood. The accelerant, the accelerant is the right to life. It's these children that have been murdered, over 60 million, and that's for another time. But you and I both know that that is the greatest racial injustice that's been done against the black and brown people in this country that this nation has ever seen. That needs to come to a stop, and God is hearing it, and this is our chance.
0: Well, I just want to be very supportive of what you're doing. I'm glad to participate. You know, there are clarion calls coming from different segments of the Body of Christ. Uh, Jonathan Kahn, you know, the author of the Harbinger, is leading the return Saturday a week from now on, the 26th of September, which is actually, you know, right there in the middle of those uh, high holy days that you were referring to earlier, and Franklin Graham is having a prayer march, and people like Mary Colbert are calling for prayer all over the country, and I just think it's very important to add your prophetic perspective, because you have been very, very strong. I know you've taken a lot of criticism, you know there are people who criticize you because you don't have the biggest ministry. But you know what? You're like, I don't know what what you're like. You're 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 like a a, a bumblebee. <laughs> Is that a good word <laughs> picture? I mean, you're small and vicious. You know, in the spirit, and you buzz here and you buzz there, and and you're stinging the enemy. So I probably should have thought through my word picture better before I started, but. <laughs> you know, you're mighty in the Spirit. You really are. And God looks at things differently than we do in the flesh. And I just have so much love and respect for you. I appreciate you taking time from your very, very busy schedule to record this podcast. And so as we wrap up, I'll give you the last word. And be sure to tell people again how they can participate with the live stream and the different things that you're doing. Well, thank you so much. Please, if you would just Google
1: on the internet, if you're not already connected, go to potashield.com. You will see different ways that you will be able to link in, especially for every night starting on the 16th through the 23rd. You can be part of it, 6 o'clock Eastern time. We won't go long, an hour, hour and 20 minutes, depending how the spirit is moving. We'll be lighting a candle each night, believing God for it. I'd like you to be part of that. You can listen to the full message that was released on this hezekiah blast and the last two before that with the push and finally this Stephen. i know that you're going to be participating in the return as i am we bless jonathan kahn and kevin jessup and i believe that is all part of this the repentance that needs to happen for the nation and the crying out and for some reason unbeknownst to me they've asked me in the last week to wrap it up on that night and i'll be releasing the word of the lord at the very end of the conclusion of the return on Saturday night in D.C., and and hopefully we'll see others there that can get there and everybody online with it. Thank you so much, and we need to move. This is our time that God has called us. This is what, if you're listening, that you have been born for, that you have been created for, is to stand in the gap in this moment and to save the soul of this nation and to also put the soul of the church on fire.
0: Amen. And I'll wrap up the podcast by asking my listeners to share this. The other podcasts I've done with Franca Media have had huge listenership, and it's because people are touched in their spirits, they know it's important, and they share it with others. We'll be doing an article on charismanews.com about it. We'll be including that link to your service. I think it's very important that people who want to hear more—I think your your message was well over an hour— uh, which is a lot longer than this podcast, but you did a very good summary of it. But we need to get the word out because we don't have many platforms and even the other Christian media don't cover this kind of thing. So we, one by one by one, we can put on social media, we can email it to friends, we can tell people to listen to get the word out. So thank you for listening to this podcast of God, Trump, and the 2020 election. As we count down the election, only 48 days to the most important election of our lifetime. I'm Stephen Strang. I'm back in the studio, and I wanted to say something about my books. Of course, this podcast was not about me or my books, but I like to tell my listeners on the Charisma Podcast Network to pick up a copy of God, Trump, and the 2020 election, as well as God, Trump, and COVID-19. The best way is to go to my own website called stevestrangbooks.com. And books has an S on it because all of my books, God and Donald Trump and Trump Aftershock are there. There's different specials. You can get them in bundles. Also, if you want to buy a whole bunch of them, you get them real, real cheap. And all of the books, except for the ones in bundles, are signed by me, the author, and a lot of people like that. So go to stevestrangbooks.com. That's stevestrangbooks.com. .com Thank you for listening.